Okay, hello again. Uh, this is Dr. Chris Hughes with The Tooth of the Matter. Um, and I'm at uh, Hughes Dental Arts Center in Heron, Illinois. Uh, today's topic is probably one of my most favorite, if not probably my favorite topic, uh, which is about dental implants. Um, as the general public knows, uh, dental implants have come into very common usage in dentistry. Uh, in the past 10 to 15 years, actually implant dentistry has been around a lot longer than that. It's probably been around uh, more closer to 40 or 50 years, uh, but hasn't really come into what I would call a, a common and accepted treatment uh, modality for replacing teeth or securing teeth, securing dentures, uh, until about the last 20 years. Um, so anyway, I think the first thing that uh, we ought to talk about is, well, uh, what is a dental implant and why is it uh, such a superior way of replacing teeth? So first of all, <clears throat> what we need to know, I've got some models here today to show you. But um, so we're going to start basically just looking at some anatomy here of the skull, okay? And basically, here are the teeth, and the teeth are anchored into the bone, okay? Some people are not even aware of that, but actually, the teeth are anchored into the bone. That's why they don't move. And that's an important concept, is teeth shouldn't move. So anyway, now that we know that the teeth are anchored into the bone and the, and the gum surrounds it, uh, let's kind of go into Implant 101 and how does it work, okay? How does a dental implant work? I get all sorts of questions about that, a lot of confusion about what a dental implant really is. People will come in with a full set of teeth that don't need any teeth replaced. They'll say, I think I need dental implants. And I'm like, well, actually, your natural teeth are doing pretty good. They could may be made to look better. Uh, and some cosmetic dentistry could be done. But actually, if your teeth themselves are healthy and uh, in good shape, generally, you don't need to replace them with a dental implant. So anyway, getting into the basics of what a dental implant is and how it works, this is a cutaway view of the jawbone that I just showed you. Um, and you can see that this part here is actually the bone. And this part here is the gum tissue that covers the bone. And of course, in a natural tooth, the natural tooth root is rooted into the bone. That's why the tooth doesn't move, because it's actually attached to bone. And then the part that we chew on is, of course, above the bone and above the gum tissue, and it's right here. So anyway, a dental implant is very much like a natural tooth in that it is attached and rooted into the bone. As a matter of fact, the best way to think about a dental implant is that it's actually the replacement for the root of a tooth. So uh, let's look at this a little bit further. We're going to take this part off and we're going to take this off. And we're going to talk about the dental implant and how it works. So this is what you, this, what you see right here, this metal cylinder that looks uh, basically like a screw. This is actually the dental implant. 
And as you can see, it is in the bone, just like the root of a tooth. And that's, again, why it's called the replacement. Sometimes it's called a replacement uh, for the root of the tooth. So the implant goes into the bone, and people may be wondering, how do you put it in the bone? Well, we actually uh, reflect the gum tissue back, or sometimes we make a little tissue punch of the gum tissue and remove that, and then we go into the bone uh, and uh, make a little opening into the bone, uh, and then uh, we widen that opening, and then we actually put the implant in. Uh, the implant actually screws in, uh, most implants at least screw in, I would say about 90% nowadays screw in, um, similar to like um, screwing in a, a, a wood screw into, uh, into a block of wood. So another analogy is like um, if you were putting a wood screw in, sometimes you would want to drill like a little pilot hole to give the uh, wood screw... Uh, an orientation and a, and sort of a path to follow. Well, that's how a dental implant is is um, actually done. Uh, an opening or length of the implant is drilled into the bone, and uh, space is created, and then the implant is screwed in. So this is actually the dental implant. Now, some people think that that the implant is uh, the part that uh, goes above the gum line. Uh, which is not true. This is the implant itself. And uh, when dentists talk about implants, that's what they're thinking. They're not thinking about, or they're not talking about necessarily the part that goes above the, the gum line. They're talking about the part or the replacement root that goes below the gum line. So the next part is, well, how do we make an implant functional? How do we make it like uh, to work like a normal tooth? So the next step is after the implant is put in, an attachment can be screwed in to the implant, which is called an abutment, uh, or it's like a post, basically. So it's something that goes above the, the um, <clears throat> gum line. And so now we have a post that's connected to the implant. And then what we do is we make a crown that seats on the tooth like this and this is how you get your tooth back, basically, is by putting the crown on. Um, so that's how a dental implant works. You have the three parts. You have the, um, <clears throat> you have the implant itself. You have the abutment that screws into the implant. And then the crown typically is cemented onto the implant abutment, or sometimes they can be screwed on, okay? But either way, the main point of the dental implant and why it's the most uh, superior and by far the best way to replace a missing tooth is that it's actually anchored into the bone. So uh, unlike other ways of replacing teeth in the past, this is the most natural uh, and most... Um, it's the closest thing, let's put it that way, it's the closest thing to having a natural tooth. So in the past, what have been some other ways of replacing teeth? Well, one way was to have, uh, let's say we're missing a tooth here, okay, and uh, we didn't want to do a dental implant, but we did want a tooth in there that didn't move around. 
So what used to be done in the bad old days, back when I was in dental school, years ago, before electricity, actually it was uh, back in the 80s. Uh, but anyway, um, so what would we do in a case where we had a missing tooth? Well, what we were taught um, years ago and what was accepted uh, for the last 150 years um, is to do basically what's called a bridge, okay? And when we would do a bridge, what we would do is on either side of the place where the tooth is missing, we would reduce these teeth and put crowns on them. So some of you may be wondering what is meant by that. So a crown is basically a covering that goes over a tooth. So this is an example here. This, this tooth is basically kind of made into a stump, and, that's, and then the crown goes on top of the tooth, okay? Now, if you wanted to replace a tooth that doesn't move, and yet not use a dental implant, you can reduce the teeth that are, that are on either side of the gap, like you see here. So these are now kind of stumps, but they're still healthy and they're still okay. And what you do is you make a crown for this tooth and this tooth. But instead of making single unit crowns like this, what's done instead is when these teeth are reduced, you make a false tooth that's fused to the other crown. So this is a good example here of what a bridge is. And it's called a bridge because the false tooth is bridging the gap between the two support teeth. So again, the, the, the teeth on either side are reduced and crowns are made, but instead of making just two crowns, we put a false tooth in between that's fused to those crowns and connects them, and then that goes on as one piece, okay? So that's called a dental bridge or a fixed bridge. We like to say fixed in dentistry or medicine because it means it's secured. So anyway, this is secured. Uh, it doesn't move. It doesn't come out, and it's cemented to place. But what's the problem with a fixed bridge? Well, the most obvious problem is what I call a three-tooth solution to a one-tooth problem. So uh, we have these three teeth that are involved with the replacement of one. We're having to use and reduce these two teeth in order to just get back one tooth. So that is a problem or it could be a problem, because we have to reduce and cut down other teeth. Um, that's probably the biggest issue with, with the bridge. The other thing is, is that if you have a problem later on, let's say if there was a little bit of decay that had formed uh, years later around the one of the support teeth, you can't just take that part off and replace it. You have to actually take the whole bridge off and replace it. So that's another problem. The obvious problem about, or the obvious advantage, excuse me, about a dental implant is, number one, it is a one-tooth solution to a one-tooth problem. So if you are missing a tooth, you can use a dental implant to replace that tooth. You don't have to touch these other teeth. You don't have to worry about them. 
Uh, and another thing, as far as decay goes, if you see, if you look at this, there's no part of this that's a natural two structure. This is all titanium and uh, metal, okay, or porcelain. Uh, so the one nice thing about a dental implant is that it can't decay. So that's basically how a dental implant works. Now, <clears throat> and that's how it, how it works to replace one tooth. Now, you, of course, you can expand on this, um, and you can have a dental implant replace one tooth, or two teeth, or three, uh, or a whole set of teeth. So basically, I wanted to show another example of dental implants being used to replace a set of uh, uh, several teeth. So in this case, there's lots of smaller here, but what you can see is that this is a dental implant and this is a dental implant. And what we've done is there's a false tooth in between. So if we were missing a segment of teeth here, we don't have to put three implants in to replace three teeth. Okay, actually, we can bridge the gap like we did with the the uh, uh, fixed bridge. Okay, fixed to natural teeth. We can do the same thing with a dental implant. So we take that bridge off. You can see here's the implant with the abutment or post on the coming out of the gum, and here's the implant with the post coming out of the gum. So. Uh, if we were missing three teeth here, again, we wouldn't have to do three implants. A lot of people think you got to do one implant per, per tooth, and that's not true. You can put an implant in one side and an implant up here, and then make a false tooth just like a fixed bridge. And this is actually a fixed bridge, but it's supported by implants instead of natural teeth. So it fits on like that. So... Um, the next question may be, okay, well, uh, I'm missing all my teeth. What do we do there? And so there's several different options for tooth replacement, uh, excuse me, for teeth replacement um, when it comes to a person that is missing all their teeth. So the conventional way, uh, obviously, of, of uh, getting people uh, back uh, their teeth is um, if they're missing all their teeth, is a denture, okay? Um, so what are the problems with a denture? Um, well, anybody that wears dentures will tell you that one of the problems is there's going to be some mobility or looseness to the denture. The denture's going to move a little bit. Now, uh, getting back to our model here, uh, one thing about what God gave us, uh, and not just us, but all animals, is that the teeth are not supposed to move, okay? When you bite into an apple, the teeth aren't supposed to move around. But when you get into a denture, especially a lower denture, uh, since there's nothing, uh, since it's not really anchored to anything like natural teeth, and uh, a denture is not anchored into the bone like natural teeth, there's going to be some movement. Now, there's a great deal of uh, variability as to when a person gets a denture, how well they can tolerate that movement. And there's a great variability in how much movement can occur with a denture. So let's just talk about the top denture for a minute. The top denture 
uh, if it fits well, it's still going to move slightly when a person bites down. And the reason is, is because the denture is sitting on top of the gum line. Okay, it's sitting on top of the bone. It's not anchored or rooted into the bone like a dental implant. And so even if it grabs the gum well, when you bite down, the tissue will depress against the bone. Sort of like if you're walking on uh, a carpet, okay? A nice soft carpet, your, your foot is going to depress the carpet ever so slightly, okay? Uh, until, until it maxes out on the, on the hard floor. So anyway, a denture is very similar to that. Uh, the gum tissue is sort of like a carpet or a cushion, and when you bite down, it is going to move a little bit. <clears throat> so that's one issue. Now, how much movement occurs and how much a person can tolerate that, uh, you could write a book on because there's a wide uh, degree of variability among people uh, as to what they can tolerate. But I can tell you this for sure, that no matter if a person can tolerate a little bit of movement or not, um, the movement is going to, to cause a loss of chewing ability and chewing power. Uh, especially uh, the force that, that can be exerted. Um, so when people go from teeth to dentures, upper and lower denture, they will lose typically in the first uh, several months about 80% of their, or in some cases even 90% of their ability to uh, chew because they can't generate the force because the denture moves. And again, God, God didn't make us to have teeth that move around. So the problem is, is that um, they lose a tremendous about, amount of um, force that they can generate with their teeth. And what does that mean? Well, now all of a sudden, in, instead of being able to bite through a steak or uh, even bite through an apple, uh, they can't eat foods like that. And that becomes a problem because they have to then more rely more on soft foods. And as we know... Most processed food is soft, and um, uh, processed food is really not something that's so good for us. And uh, so anyway, it forces people, however, that have dentures to have to seek out a softer diet, which unfortunately, a lot of the foods associated with soft diet are not nutritious for us. So uh, anyway, um, number one is that the denture um, is not uh, fixed in place and tends to move. So, uh, what about um, if we? Uh, what, so, so where could implants help a person? And there are there's a couple of different options for people that have dentures that they're just not happy with them. Uh, they they can't bite. They can't chew. They can't enjoy their food. And they really, uh, it, it really makes a big difference in their, in their lifestyle and how they see themselves. Some people even become very reclusive because uh, they, they can't chew, they can't enjoy their food. They're afraid if they smile that their denture may, may even fall out. So what can be done for these people? Well, fortunately... Uh, there's, like I said, a couple of different options. Um, the first option 
is where implants are put in the jaw, usually five or six uh, in the upper jaw or the lower jaw. Uh, five or six implants are put in, and then a it's basically like a bridge, but it goes all the way around the mouth and includes all the teeth, is secured and fastened to the denture, or excuse me, fastened to the bridge. So this is an example here of um, a situation where this is actually called a bridge, although it looks like a denture. And you can see in the clear up here that this represents the bone. This is where the implants are. And the teeth, or the bridge, is actually fixed or secured onto the implants. Now you may be wondering how that is. And if you look here in this um, view, you'll see that there's little, might be hard to see here, but there's little openings. There's, uh, in this case, there's four little openings, okay? And inside the opening is a little screw that attaches the, the uh, bridge to the implant. So, um, so basically this is secured by the implants. The only way to take this out is to have a little screwdriver to get in here and remove the screws and then it'll come off of the implants. Um, another big advantage, and this is for the upper jaw uh, of the dental implant, is that for the upper jaw, um, in, a, in a denture, the denture uh, covers the whole palate and the roof of the mouth. And I have had patients come to me and say, you know, doc, I just can't get used to that acrylic. I cannot get used to that denture uh, in my to to replace my upper teeth because I just can't stand the feel of that um, that acrylic covering the roof of my mouth. Uh, and this is actually not an unusual problem. Um, there are people that just can't tolerate that. Now, of course, that's another thing to keep in mind is when you wear an upper denture, it is going to change also not just the fact that the teeth may be a little loose, but it's going to change the sensation of eating because with a when you have your natural teeth, you can feel the food go up into the roof of your mouth. There's actually salivary glands up there in the roof of the mouth also along with the tongue and underneath the tongue that secrete um, saliva, very small amounts, uh, and uh, that's part of the chewing process is, is we we bite into something, it basically goes into the roof of the mouth and it bounces off that and then we chew it up and it goes to the roof of the mouth again and back and forth like that until we can swallow it. And if you think about how you eat, that's exactly what happens. So now all of a sudden, if we take the teeth out and put a denture in, guess what? It's going gonna, it's gonna to go up against that acrylic. And some people just can't get used to that. So I do get people that uh, come in and say, you know, the denture, I just can't get used to the, 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 the acrylic in the roof of my mouth. So this is always what we talk about is something that's secured. And because it's secured with implants, we can remove the critical part here, which is um, 
the, the roof of the mouth so that the patient can have the sensation again of feeling food going up against the roof of the mouth before they chew it up. So that's one way of um, securing teeth. Now, you can also do that for the lower, and I have another uh, model here. This shows the lower uh, fixed uh, implant bridge or hybrid bridge, okay? And it is secured to these implants, okay? And um, you can see again that it's secured because there's little screws that go in through the, through the um, teeth or the prosthesis that attach and fasten the set of teeth onto the implants, okay? And um, so, again, this is another way of getting back the closest thing you can have to natural teeth uh, is putting implants in and then securing or screwing down the, uh, the fixed bridge onto the implants, okay? And it doesn't move. I kid people, I'll say, well, we can hang you from a crane with those teeth because it's not going to come out. So um, that's another way of doing it. Um, now, there are some other options too. And by the way, as far as upper versus lower, I would say that in general, people uh, have more problems with the lower denture moving around. Uh, and so in general, we'll see more, more of a demand for implants in the lower jaw than the upper. So what are some other options uh, that can be uh, used? Um, another option is uh, basically just uh, to put two or three implants in. I tend to favor three and um, because it creates more stability but we have a model here that's showing two either way what can be done is implants can be put in like you see here and then on the top you have this little post uh, with a ball attachment and then on the inside you have a denture but but you put the female receiving part in the denture and it basically snaps onto the implants and it holds the denture in place. Um, so that is uh, one example. Here's another example uh, with a different kind of attachment on it called a locator. Again, the implant goes, goes in, but the part that goes above the gum line has an attachment and uh, has, we'll call it the male attachment. The female attachment is put into the denture and it snaps in like that. Now, <clears throat> the difference between this and the other is that this is still supported by gum tissue here. So what, what this does is it's holding the denture, and this is a denture really because it's it's supported by soft tissue. It's holding the denture in place, but you can see there's still gonna be a little bit more movement to it. And again, because most of the support is um, on soft tissue, when a person bites down, that's still gonna depress a little bit, okay? Um, <clears throat> and of course, 
uh, it's a little bit easier because of the, the still having a little bit of movement uh, to get food and, and things like that underneath it. However, um, it is a dramatic difference from having no implant at all. And I kind of kid people and I'll say, well, you know, you can, you can put a few implants in the lower jaw and it's going to hold the denture in place so that when you go to Thanksgiving and you laugh real big and you open your mouth, your denture doesn't fall into the cranberry sauce anymore. So anyway, um, that's how that works. Uh, there are a few kind of variations too, kind of in between, uh, where you can put, you can make a kind of a conventional denture, but put the implants in and attach it by a bar, and then the denture rests on the bar. Okay, this is not done so commonly anymore, but it's another variation. Um, we have also another example here. I was talking about uh, two or three implants. Generally, three is a lot better than two because when you use two, you'll tend to get a little bit of a teeter-tottering effect, okay? Whereas if you use all three, it tacks this down and prevents the teeter-totter. So um, that is, um, that's basically what we have uh, with regards to some different options for tooth replacement. Um, now, just uh, kind of to go over briefly, something else that goes on is um, sometimes people will be missing a group of teeth, um, let's say four or five, and they'll make what's called a partial denture. So uh, a partial denture is something that basically it replaces the teeth but it's not secured into the bone. It's like a full denture, uh, except that it doesn't cover all the teeth. It just covers where the teeth are missing. And, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the problems with those are, are the same as the full denture. Uh, number one, they move around. Uh, people can't chew on things if they move around. The other thing is that um, the clasps, uh, patients usually call them hooks, uh, number one, uh, the older ones um, were made out of metal, and uh, so that doesn't look so good. Somebody smiles real big, and you see this silver metal clasp. Uh, so it's an aesthetic problem, but additionally, uh, those clasps can, can lead to the breakdown um, of the teeth that are actually being clasped too. In other words, when the clasp goes around the tooth, it makes it more prone to decay and uh, sometimes gum problems. So anyway, uh, the partial denture uh, is not a good solution, um, certainly long-term long for tooth replacement. Now back 20, 30 years ago, uh, it was kind of the only thing we had, so that's why those were used, okay? But nowadays, we have far, far better options to replace missing teeth. Um, so anyway, uh, I think that's probably most of uh, what I can think is important to, uh, to let you know about what dental implants are, uh, how they're used, and what their advantages are over other forms of tooth replacement. So 
uh, in conclusion, thank you for listening and watching today, if you watched. And I look forward to um, talking to you next time. Uh, We may talk about uh, the consequences of tooth loss, including what happens to the bone and gum tissue and what happens actually to the face over time. So um, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. This is Dr. Chris Hughes. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.